Yo. If you're just listening, you missed the trailer to More Than Cars episode two launching tomorrow, October 18th. Mm. But today's October 17th. We have to talk about the strike and Hawaii and Netflix. I actually, I didn't think about it, but Netflix is quite appropriate. Netflix is quite appropriate. Super appropriate for us right now. Look, that's the big news. If you're watching, watch the whole show. Yeah. Hashtag Netflix. Should I say Netflix again? We'll Netflix. put it in the transcript. Netflix. Netflix, writer's strike, you know, whatever it is. All the keywords. <laughs> all, the, all the keywords. So tomorrow on Wednesday, depending on where you're hearing the show, but tomorrow, Wednesday, October 18th at what time, Kyle? One o'clock Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. 10 o'clock on the alternate coast on the West Coast. We are releasing the next episode. Episode two. It's been a long time coming of the More Than Cars docu-series. Episode one was received so well. And uh, we've been we've been baking and cooking and marinating episode two at Beaver Toyota in Cumming, Georgia. Kyle, this one was so much fun. We did a lot of things um, just that we worked in that we maybe in some ways had never done before, like changing oil. <laughs> well, that's what I love about this episode. We went in and and just really got dirty, got our hands dirty, started to understand like the dynamics of every single part. You know, if you, you know, there are so many people inside and outside of the industry that just don't even recognize some of the micro things or some of the ways that that things get done on a daily basis. And so we're just trying to highlight some of those alongside the people, right? It's these little micro things that you didn't recognize were happening and the way that people are interacting with their career paths and with them, the, with the people around them that I think is so unique. Like, uh, like back with episode one with Peggy, it's like, Oh, there's a person that pulls the, that when the car comes in that pulls the plastic and measures off everything to make sure when I get my new car, it's pristine Everything because works. the manufacturer doesn't deliver it that way. Wild. They do yeah. definitely do not. Uh, if you don't know what the show is, it's a a, doc, a TV styred docu series. It's about twenty four minutes with commercials and all that good stuff. But where Kyle and I go to dealerships around the country, telling the inspiring stories of the people inside dealership. There's enough negative stigma. There's enough drama on television and things where people focus yep. on the bad stuff. We happen to believe that people want to hear about the good stuff and have a lot of fun along the way and enjoy a great soundtrack and really lean into the industry they're a part of and maybe learn to love it in a new way. So if you're at a store, if you're an industry partner, or if you just love really well shot, fun docu-series about people in different cities, go to, uh, you could say go to morethancars.tv where you could see episode one. We're redoing the site right now to make sure it's ready for two. Or if you wanna be a part of the live stream, which would be really awesome to have you there, you can just go to LinkedIn, go to a Sodus page, click on events, and then you can just attend that meeting. And Kyle and I will be there. The Asodu crew is gonna be there. We're gonna have lots of people in the chat. And uh, last time it was so much fun to watch it together um, and and whoop it up. So get your store on there. And of course, it helps the series the more people who are on the live stream and watch it because we have this little dream. Actually, it's not a dream. It's going to be a reality where a reality. little 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 things you like Amazon Prime or Apple TV uh, are going to carry more than cars. And then the rest of the world will see why we're making so much noise over here. There you go. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, real quick, just put a pin in this. We need to put together a Spotify More Than Cars playlist. Oh, so those, those songs. Well, that's our promise. That's my promise to you to make sure that that happens because, yep. like like Paul said, the soundtrack is yes, is yes. Actually, if you search a Sodu on Spotify, we already have a playlist up, which is our Troublemaker Swagger pl playlist, and uh, we need to add this to that. 
So uh, you can be can be bumping that way. Also want to thank our friends at VinQ for helping us make episode two. Uh, such a great partner of the dealership that we're in. Such a great partner and friends to us. And uh, you know we can't we can't do this without without the dollars. Right? So uh, it's not just the dollars though. It's also the shared heart for the industry and uh, yes. and then actually building tools that help everyone operationally be better. Because we can feel good, but if we can't operate better, then we no longer have a business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of no longer having a business. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. we had to come in hard on the segues today. Yesterday, yeah, was, yesterday was tough. It was, was tough. so a new player has stepped out of the locker room onto the field in the ongoing UAW strike negotiations yesterday as Bill Ford, the legend, executive chair of Ford Motor Company, publicly urged UAW leaders to end their now month-long strike. Bill Ford has participated, get this, in every single union negotiation since 1982. That's before a lot of you were born and said that he is the most, actually it's before Kyle was born, wasn't it? Yeah, and, definitely. And he, he is the most, he said, I am the most pro-union leader in the industry. He just came out all just, like blazing. He was like, hold on, put the gloves he did. on. It's like, they're, it's like, here we go. They're like, send out the Kraken. <laughs> so here he comes. Uh, addressing the press from Ford's historic uh, Rouge Complex in Dearborn, Michigan, Bill Ford said, choosing the right path is not just about Ford's future and our ability to compete. This is about the future of the American automobile industry. Get this. He says, Toyota, Honda, Tesla, and others are loving this strike because they know the longer it goes on, the better it is for them. They will win and all of us will lose. Now, you know, UAW shot President Sean Fain wasn't quiet after such a, a speech. He said, Bill Ford knows exactly how to settle this strike. He should call up Jim Farley, tell him to stop playing games and get a deal done. It's not the UAW, get this, it's not the UAW and Ford against foreign automakers. It's auto workers everywhere against corporate greed. If Ford wants to be an all-American auto company, they can pay all-American wages and benefits. Workers at Tesla, Toyota, Honda, and others are not the enemy. They are the UAW members of the future. And he said this, I think, at the same time while wearing a t-shirt that said, not tax the rich, eat the rich. Do we have a no comment button? Oh. <laughs> it's like it's like Bill Ford steps onto the field, and then like Sean Fain's looking up at Bill Ford, and then he eats one of those like mushrooms from Mario Brothers. It's like firepower, <laughs> right? And just comes in and just crushes. So. I mean, the never ending saga at this point, uh, it, you know, we've we've heard a couple of of, room, of um, just rumblings that Ford is really uh, saying that they've reached the end and that, and that in order to ensure long term profitability and sustainability of the company that that they have to finalize this agreement and Bill Ford saying, hey, look, recognize that this isn't just about us. Everybody else is about to start eating our lunch. While this strike goes on, you know, we're going to start, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the October numbers for day supply come out uh, as we head into November, because I'm sure as uh, companies like Cox Automotive and those report, we'll start to see the dropping day supply and you're starting to see even the market respond in alternate articles. You know, I'm looking at CNN and I'm looking at Bloomberg and people are saying, if you want these make some models. Get it now because it may not be available. And so you're actually going to see consumer demand increase 
in in the, the short, short term, term. Mm-hmm. because because of fear of not being able to purchase in the winter months. And so watch out for like this this what was a slow and steady decline and that kind of like four to five month cl- uh, a week cliff that I was talking about start to accelerate. And I think this is what um, Bill Ford is is pointing to, and the UAW is hoping accelerates the negotiation pattern for Ford. So uh, this is I, I think at this point, especially with this particular relationship we haven't seen much from gm and stellantis but with this particular relationship and and negotiation it's going to be one of those like you know chicken or the egg who comes first who you know it well let's remember too that ford has the most generous offer on the table currently right so they have by far the most generous offer um according to the automotive news article that we were talking about patrick anderson ceo of anderson economic group said the industry was nearing a point of no return to quote him he said if this five-year strike or five-week-old strike wasn't resolved quickly we are on the cusp of permanent loss of production and suppliers are at risk of bankruptcy golly already cost the industry 5.5 billion there it is that's what they said that's, a, that's, that's I mean, it's like on the, on the nose for what the economists said uh, were coming. They, they kind of so. know what's going on. Uh, so, let's just say, speaking of good news, because that's not good news. <laughs> let's but go that we, way. We were going to talk about a Toyota plant fire. I was like, I can't do it. I can't, can't put it. it in the story. So we're going to talk about some good news coming out of the beautiful state of Hawaii. Segway. Couldn't do it. Needed some bright sunshine. Hawaii has seen a significant reduction in catalytic converter thefts after implementing a law that now regulates their resale. A combination of legislation and practical implementation has led, surprisingly, no to a stark drop in thefts over last year. So, uh, you know, these catalytic converters, we've talked about this a bunch, cost up to, you can get up to $1,500 in a scrapyard, commonly stolen in states. It's become a big problem. And now Hawaii's new law requires anyone selling a catalytic converter to present a photo ID and sign a declaration uh, that the part wasn't stolen. Mark uh, Yamachui, the owner of Yama's Auto Care in Hawaii, commented on the significant decline in thefts following the implementation. He said, I maybe replaced a couple catalytic converters this year before I would do two or three a month. So thefts have actually dropped from over 1,600 in 2022 to just 119. Isn't that funny how the rule of law works? It just, it's not that much. It was just like a very simple. Oh, but they also, they also increased the penalty to be a class C felony. Right. (laughs) So there's that too. It's it's on. Yeah. yeah it's like not um, a night in jail anymore or a fine. It's right. Like, exactly. It's not a fine or a night in jail. It's like a full felony. And, uh, you know, this is, um, like I love that that type of regulation is going in Yeah. because what I see there is it really protects consumers, it really protects business owners. It really protects like it, it focuses on all levels, uh, of, of the, like the ecosystem of this resale pattern. Mm-hmm. And so, um, kudos to Hawaii. I'm like it's good you news. Know? Kudos to Hawaii. Super good news. Very good news. Speaking of, I don't know if this is super good news, but speaking of fun news. Stop. Fun good news is fun news. Speaking usually. of Netflix. Can we say Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> Following in the footsteps of entertainment giants like Disney, Netflix is set to launch Netflix House locations by 2025. These venues will offer merchandise, food, and activities inspired by its content, aiming to deepen fan immersion in all of the Netflix universe. Uh, basically, what they want to do is promote both new content uh, in, uh, that 
that primarily generates revenue, similar to strategies employed by Disney and other studios. Uh, the goal is essentially to give uh, people that are extreme Netflix fans or just innocent bystanders the opportunity <laughs> to, well, you'll, I'll get to that part, uh, uh, the, the opportunity to experience what may be in a Netflix show, whether it's, you know, a, 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 a Netflix original or a very, uh, you know, like a seasoned show. Um, and and get into the environment. And uh, so Josh Simon, Netflix VP of Consumer Products, said, we've seen how much fans love to immerse themselves in the world of our movies and TV shows. And we've been thinking a lot about how to take that to the next level. Um, talks about like uh, they've already opened little pop-up shops, uh, like especially around food, uh, around shows like Is It Cake, right? People want to experience the mm. kind of real life feel of what would it be like to kind of be in this environment where we're doing the Is It Cake thing. Ooh, um, that sounds great. They've, since 2020, they've launched over 40 pop-up locations, including ticket experiences like the Queen's Ball, a Bridgerton experience. Um they, the houses will have rotating installments, ticket experiences, themed food and beverages, and even here we go. Get this. This is this is. I'm like, oh boy, potential activities like a squid game obstacle course. I just uh, hope they don't make it really, really like the show. Yeah, you know, no, what I'm no, no, yeah, not too good. More like the Mr. Beast version. Yes, exactly. Yeah, probably even less intense than the Mr. Beast version. Um, yep. We had a, Kyle, you and I were having a conversation with a very good friend of ours, uh, CMO of Group One, and she has a lot of retail experience in companies like Nike and Doc Martens and Sorel. And she, I can't remember who said it. But she said one of the, one, of, I think it might've been a Nike brand. Per, I don't know, but they came and they said retail Nike head of retail, head, of, head retail. of retail. He said, retail is not dead. Undifferentiated retail is dead. And like you and I just were just sat back for, for a second. I and was this just, like, just reminds me of that, right? That the television, eco, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, ecosystem and people wanting to be involved and be not dead going somewhere and being a part and participating not dead but if it's undifferentiated it's dead and hello taylor swift heiress tour oh my gosh right? yes have you ever seen a movie theater so lit up on fire exactly. i mean I, I just saw videos i didn't go just saying I right know. but but this is this is where i think especially like this is a direct tie to auto this is a direct tie to retail is i don't care what what business you're in right now like this is tv business saying experiential is important to our profitability, experience, sustainability, like thinking about the type of experience that someone has when they encounter your brand, whether in the digital or the physical, yep. is of utmost importance. And actually we're arguing, and I think the culture is arguing that we crave it. Yeah. We desire to have these experiences it's just that when it's undifferentiated, we retract. And there's there's all this talk about CDPs and harvesting the data that you already have, paying attention to the customers you already have, understanding what makes them tick, understanding what they like. We talked yep. to Jesse Cole. What if you made your sales experience longer and people wanted it to be even longer because it was so good? We are definitely entering this era where the intentionality behind connecting right? We're saying experience, we're saying brand, but really what it means is you're connecting with something in someone that makes them stay to you. Guess what? It's really nice when they never enter the top of that sales funnel anymore, 
because they just decide to stay at the bottom of your, they you know what I mean? They stay in the flywheel. They just stay in the flywheel. Well, look, we hope you have an amazing Tuesday. Lots of stuff going on in this injury. Best industry in the world. We hope you join us for the premiere of More Than Cars, episode two. Go to LinkedIn, search a Sodu, click on events.